Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Over the Top Cycling in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. We're on the line with Tony Turnbow, a past president of the Natchez Trace Parkway Association, currently serving as the volunteer coordinator. Did I get that right, Tony? A volunteer executive director. And what um, exactly is that? It's, a, it's an unpaid position uh, that allows me to continue to be involved with what I love to do, and that's, that's being involved with the Natchez Trace Parkway. Now, this is important to me because I consider the Natchez Trace Parkway to be one of the most beautiful roads to ride your bike on in the country. And uh, I've also found that that's very important to the Natchez Trace Parkway Association. Well, it is. The Natchez Trace Parkway Association was founded in 1934 to encourage Congress to build the Natchez Trace Parkway as a way of memorializing uh, one of the first trails in North America, one of the oldest federal roads. And uh, and they were very successful. And um, the, the parkway was completed. It took a long time. The parkway was completed in 2005. Uh, but now we have a beautiful 444-mile uh, parkway uh, that's accessible by both automobile and cycles uh, that that allow visitors to experience the early history of America, you know, along a, along a beautiful route. Now that's interesting because. I did a number of rides on it in the 90s and uh, early 2000s. I had no idea it wasn't completed. Yeah, there was a section until 2005 in uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and then at the southern end that uh, was not completed until 2005, so everyone had to get off and make a short detour. So where exactly does the trace run from? Where does it go from and to? Well, Natchez uh, claims that it starts in, in Natchez. Nashville claims that it starts in Nashville. Um, but it goes from, from Nashville to Natchez or vice versa, depending on where you live, um, all the way from the Cumberland River in Nashville down to the Mississippi River in Natchez. Now, and then it goes is, through Tennessee, and Tennessee, Alabama, and Mississippi. goes through three states. And it's a national park the entire distance. It is a national park. Even though it is uh, officially, the official title is National Parkway, it is a national park unit. Now, why cycling? Why is that important to the trace? Because I know in some areas, cyclists and national parks haven't gotten along exactly well. I'll leave it at that. Well, I think that may be a difference because it is a parkway. It was designed for transportation as opposed to just viewing the beautiful scenery and uh, you know bicycle is um, has just as much right as an automobile on the parkway 
Um, obviously, there are challenges, you know, because of the different speeds of the two. But uh, we found it's a, it's a great way for people to to enjoy the, both the history and the, and the scenery that's there. Um, and you know, a lot of cyclists tell us they they love it because they're they don't have to think about where to turn, where they're going. Obviously, it's a, it's a linear park, and so they they start from one direction or the other, and they just put their mind on autopilot, and they, they drive on this beautiful glass road. It, you know, seems like, it seems like a road of glass, and um, they just soak in the scenery, and they soak in the history, and, and that's what it's all about. And you're getting a lot of support on this from the National Park. We are, and um, they, they understand that the, the parkway is there as a park. It's not just a, a motor road you know, for automobile traffic. Um, and they are also encouraging the recreational aspect. It's helping to make people healthier uh, to get out on the parkway and, and bike uh, as well as hike. So um, I think they're looking at it from that aspect as well. Now, the road does not have shoulders for cyclists, so how are cyclists accommodated as they ride the parkway? Well, the parkway uh, is part of this effort. They are beginning to install signs that make motorists aware that cyclists are using the, the road as well as automobiles, but also that they have the right to use the entire lane. Uh, I think it's going to take some time for motorists to appreciate the fact that they have to treat a bike just like a, an automobile. Uh, you know, if you're driving down the road and an automobile is going 15 miles an hour or 20 miles an hour, you would expect to slow down until you could safely pass that automobile. And it's the same way with a, with a bike on the parkway. Uh, but it, autom- automobiles don't always, or drivers don't always think about automo- bicycles being different uh, than automobiles. So that's going to take some time, I think, to change their thinking on that. Now, what are some things that a cyclist can do to take some responsibility out on the, the parkway to be seen? That's, that's another push we're making uh, to make cyclists responsible for making themselves be seen. Uh, we've, we've looked at a couple of aspects. You know, one is the clothing that they wear. And uh, I, drive, I drive the parkway almost every day, about um, a 50-mile segment of it. And, and I noticed myself there's a huge difference in cyclists who wear dark clothing, uh, black or dark green or even dark blue, versus those wearing the high-visibility colors. I can see cyclists who wear high-visibility up to a quarter of a mile away. And, uh, and many cyclists who are wearing the darker colors, I can almost not see at all in certain conditions. And so we have conducted uh, some tests to determine which colors are the most visible from the greatest distances. And we've determined that the hive is uh, green or yellow and the hive is coral are the, the colors that are um, most visible from the longest distances on the parkway. And the other is uh, the, the lights on the, on the bikes, the headlamps and the, and the taillights. And uh, we've discovered that the, the flashing lights make a tremendous difference in catching the motorist's attention. So... Uh, on the parkway, particularly, there, there are lots of curves. It follows the ridge lines, and the park, uh, National Park Service intentionally designed it so that motorists could not see uh, too far in advance because uh, they, they wanted every curve to introduce a new new scene. Uh, that makes it challenging for motorists and cyclists because uh, the, sometimes during the day, the rays of the sun are low, so the sun will be in your eyes, or in the early morning there may be fog. 
Um, and so that those headlamps really do make all the difference in the world to help cyclists make themselves visible. Now, are there any requirements for lighting for cyclists to be on the parkway? There are none at the at the present time. Uh, they they strongly encourage cyclists to um, put the lights on their bikes. In fact, we even as part of our safety program through the Gary Holderness Cycling Fund, you know, we've we've helped make the lights available to um, cyclists who don't have them on their bikes. Um, we tried to create a program where we would lend the the lights to the cyclists and hoping to get a lot of them back that we could then lend to others. And uh, you know, we found that some cyclists are contributing to the fund because they want to help with that effort. They, they appreciate the fact that we're helping them make themselves safe while they're on the parkway. And you have a signage project underway, correct? We do. We've, we tried a couple of things. One uh, project was to play sharrows uh, to make motorists aware that there were bikes in the, in the lanes. And I think they've decided that maybe given the 50-mile-per-hour the speed limit, on the parkway, that's not the most effective way uh, to draw motorists' attention to it. And so we've um, talked to the Park Service about some new signs uh, on along the parkway that uh, will make the motorists aware. We'll say that cycles may use the entire lane. And um, I think the National Park Service has recently conducted a study um, with some experts, and they think that may be the most effective way to make motorists aware of that fact. And so they are beginning the program to place those signs about every 25 miles along the parkway. Now, if someone wanted to get in touch with the Natchez Trace Parkway Association to make a donation or to get lights or just get more information about riding on the trace, how would they go about that? The easiest way is probably to access our um, website, natchestrace.org. And... um, once you go onto the website, there'll be a little um, uh, text box you know, where they can they can donate, or they can go into one of the um, files that, that talk about the cycling along the parkway. Now, does someone have to live in the area to uh, help out with volunteer work? Because uh, I know you're hoping to draw cyclists from all over the world. Right, not at all. Uh, in fact, we have uh, 13 million visitors come to the parkway every year you know, from all over the world. And as with many national parks, uh, people who love the park the most don't necessarily live in that area. So um, we do have members of our association who are from all over the country. And anyone who loves the Natchez Trace Parkway or loves to uh, preserve the history and the scenery that's in the area can certainly become a member and help out. And then they can participate you know, during, during the year when we have special events. Well, Tony, I really appreciate you taking some time to chat with us today. Anything else you want to add? Um, just we appreciate all of your help, George. You've been a tremendous help with the Natchez Trace 444 uh, in drawing attention to the parkway as, as a, a great world-class uh, cycling asset, and we're looking forward to uh, even greater events in the future. Thanks so much. Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.